Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. <laughs> oh, that oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's your cue, Joe. Apparently, I'm doing the intro. This is the intro, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome. It's Is It Just Me, the podcast where we put all the nonsense front and centre and give it the serious, serious consideration that James Williams Hello. and I, Joe Elvin, think that it deserves. Are you with us on this? Do you want to debate the stupidest things that you can possibly think of? Well, then you've come to the right place. Here, here. Yeah. So we're very much looking forward to today's guest. We've been wanting to have her on the show for quite some time now, but she's a very, very busy pop sensation. It's Nadine Coyle. Hey! Hello. How Welcome. are you both today? You look Very splendid in your floral bow. Doesn't she? Floral yeah. Bow number, little jacket. And then I was thinking it's getting a bit warmer, so I'll go for the rep jeans. I, I think, think you I might be wrong about that, mate. Very, yeah. very wrong oh, about t- that. Today's one of those really annoying days where it's like four seasons in one day, isn't yeah. it? It yes. started off, and already as we've been sat here, it feels like we've gone through an entire season. It started off as summer, and it looks like winter hell at L- that London yes. trolls us in March. <laughs> 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 you, you think... It's March, it's spring, the crocuses are up, the sun is out, and then two hours later, you're getting chunks of ice in your face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's it's awful. Yeah, it's it a film really set. Is. Film set weather, isn't it? It's like, mm. It doesn't actually look real. Um, how are you, Nadine? How I'm are things? very, very good. Now, obviously, um, you've had, well, you had a busy end of last year, I know, obviously with the jungle. Have you recovered yes. from... <laughs> I'm missing But you guys all, I have to say, of all the years I've watched that show, I think that was the first year where it felt, felt like a genuine like holiday camp. You all went out where you had a great time and made lifelong friendships. Yes, it really, really was. And people are like, oh, you worked hard. I'm like, um, no, really. <laughs> it was more of just a relaxation. Did you manage You're to swerve Dunny duties? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, God. I did not. I had to do that at one point. Um, and Ian Wright was so upset. He was like, who picked Nadine to do that? That's ridiculous. How did that happen? Because I had done Chef. I had I actually done all of the jobs there. So you get a, the full experience. This is a little known fact about me. I had a holiday house growing up that was in my family in Australia, uh-huh. which sounds glamorous until you realize it was this house was so old and so unloved and uncared for. The only toilet was a dunny in the back of 
there, and so and and you would have to go down there with a torch and fight off all the redback spiders. So I oh. have kind of like lived the I'm a celeb experience in my family's glamorous holiday home. And you got the authentic Aussie experience there. For yeah, the I love Australia. I really, really do. And I've been, but I've never slept outside in the jungle in Australia before. <laughs> so that was a new thing. See, I just would not survive because I'm one of those people that mosquitoes just love me. Like literally, if there's a mosquito anywhere, I'm the person who will go to Scotland and get bitten by a mosquito. Do you know oh, what I mean? There's, that guy? I'm just oh, that person. No, and just an overall, but of, oh Do no. you not get bitten? Um, no, I didn't get bad at all. See, I, but this, you are, aren't you? Either the person that's delicious and they love or they don't like you. See, I don't think there was many mosquitoes. I think we got really, really lucky. There wasn't many mosquitoes. Kind of like the last few days. Mm, should have popped me in there, Nadine. The, the, the ultimate like all. honey mosquito but trap. Do, do they give you insect repellent and yes. all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. get insect. But it doesn't really work. need it. I don't yeah. think it works. I've tried everything and it never works. I always get eaten well, alive. Well, you're just a medical mystery. Oh. Do you know where I yeah. always get bit by mosquitoes and people think I'm crazy? in New York <laughs> and people are like there's no mosquitoes in New York and well, I'm like well, the, explain yeah. this they're the scary ones aren't they yeah. they're the ones that sort of like come up from Miami with the Zika oh god yeah they're bad there yeah no, and nothing works for me no. in New York you've got like I've tried, industrial strength deep on you're just like a walk and it strips your yeah. nail polish but I've tried that stuff you put on I've tried the candles I've tried literally drinking so much gin and tonics apparently that's supposed to be deterrent believe you me I've drank uh, a lot of gin and tonic and that does not that. work is that because tonic water's got you don't actually need the gin I think do. I think uh, it's just the quinine in the tonic, uh, tonic water. Well, where's the fun in that? <laughs> uh, anyway, nothing works. But um, no. but yeah, that's why you'll never catch me. Uh, aside from the fact I'm not a celebrity, I'll never be able to go on that show. But I, I want to do it again. I want. I'm really trying to convince my whole family to do more outdoor activities. I was like, you know what, we have how's to do that. that. Let's. It's not going too good, but no. they think. They won't enjoy it, but they yeah. will enjoy it. But I want to recreate the whole thing. I'm like, where do we go? That you have to pump your own water and but like boil it up. I want the full outdoor. It's like we did not experience. get related to a pop star for this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want the five yeah. star. Five star hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know I've yeah. done the. F- you can do yeah. that anytime. But anyway. Oh like, yes, like, you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where okay. where is home now these days, Nadine? Well, is it still LA? Well, I am from um, Derry, yeah, so I will always that'll always be home. home. But our we have a place in Donegal, so it's like surrounded by fields and no bears. Would you? So that's main base now. That no, that is just yes, that's home. Yeah, that's where home is. Right, right, I see. Um, but you, you've obviously travel a lot. But I was because you spent a lot of time in LA. So the great outdoors, the whole hiking thing. I would have thought you'd be quite. Na- natural the whole outdoorsy thing no definitely <laughs> not definitely I didn't get on there and, and people are big into like their hikes and I'm like hike or a walk we would just call <laughs> that gonna, a walk where I'm from <laughs> I know, you know? somebody said that the other day going in, in LA it's called a hike when in fact it's just a walk it's a walk they walk <laughs> they walk around the road <laughs> it's because they, they don't really walk. It's a hike. Yeah, because they don't walk along the streets in LA. So they go, they drive somewhere to go up a hill to walk. I went, I, yes. I went, I went hiking with Terry Hatcher once years ago, <laughs> and um, I remember thinking, eye rolling, we're going for a walk. Why is she trying to? over egg a hike it was a nightmare I honestly I, I think I'd been walking with her for about two minutes and I was like sort of that one sort of stopping bent over knees going hang on a minute hang on a minute she was like come on it was really hard oh yeah. I, mean, I said I quite like it but I mean I was going to say so you because I remember Nadine you I think when you did you did the um, when they chucked you out the plane right on I'm a Celeb Yes, I just think I, I don't could. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think Sky I could have done that. I of a helicopter. Yeah. So, did you ever think you'd ever do that? 
No, never, ever, ever in a million years. I would never willingly take myself to do that. But has it now awoken some kind of adrenaline junkie in you now where you feel you could test yourself and do lots of other crazy no, things? That's <laughs> dumb with that. I don't know how you did it. Did they push dumb. you? <laughs> no, I tried to throw I'd myself have to be pushed. at one point. There was a really nice man that I was attached to. He was really, really nice. And I think he was trying to be funny and he was like, I'm sure you'll be fine. It's like, this is not the time for jokes. This is not funny. No. Do you care about anything? Because there's a lot of things that could go wrong. Yeah. So many things. Yeah. And the guy then, he knew that I really was struggling. So he told me he had kids and he wanted to get back home for them. And then he was, you know, kind of fatherly. Yeah. Making sure I was okay. And then they just, and because of the bushfires, there's so much smoke was around. So it was hard to get a clearance. What, even then? Then, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It was hard to get a clearance to, to jump. So you're kind of there, you know, the door's open. Caitlin had already jumped out. You're getting dangled out of the helicopter, full weight on. And I thought, you know what, this it's my choice now. I'm going to go. But also I think go. the thing about Caitlin is, you remember, aside from anything else, she's now 70, right? I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, I mean, you'd be that person going, well, if a 70-year-old woman has just chucked herself out of the plane, I've got to do it now. Yeah. I can't. But I mean, Caitlin, she's no <laughs> Superwoman. ordinary. Yes. <laughs> she really is no ordinary woman. She's just superhuman. She was so chilled about it. I know. I remember. She was like, it's fine. You'll be fine. I was like, what if I just die of a heart attack? Yeah. She's got that Olympic athlete yeah. mindset. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could really see it. There yeah. was just like nothing, nothing was phased. The game face was the on. The game face was on. She was it's, ready. It's snakes that I'm out with. I could I could have done the jumping. I can do the bugs. I cannot. I, I can't even look at a snake in a picture book. Did you I have can't. any brushes with really scary nature? Um, I swam. We done like a challenge, which ended up being my favourite one, in a tank. So I had to like like an escapeologist tank. And they put snakes under the tank, and there was little crocodiles. I'm out. Joe, Joe's crying yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was so. At the time, I was looking under it, and I was like, "There's no way I can do this. I can't physically step under this water." And then afterwards, when I done it, I'm like, "Oh my god, this is great. I won't do it again, but I don't have to." Yeah. Um, and we also need to talk about music. It's obviously, still a huge part of your life. Yes. Um, do you know what? I say, I say this. I can believe it. somebody said to me the other day, it's going to be your, the 20th anniversary of Girls Aloud. Is it next year? Is it, uh, is it 2001 yes. or 2002? 2002. Two. So at it's the very end up. of 2002, we get together. Yeah. Wow. So it'll be 20 years. So it's 18 years now. So can we expect the big 20 year reunion oh, tour? <laughs> I know you're sick who of being knows. asked, but come on. Who knows? It's got to happen. Well, that's a very enigmatic answer. Yeah. But yeah. It's got to happen, yeah. hasn't it? You know, it has to. Do you think? Oh, my God. People are gagging for it in 18. <laughs> you know? Well, no, because you, st- I mean, you, you go and, you know, you still, you've played festivals and dates and stuff. You know, there's still that huge fondness for. Because you guys knocked out hit after hit after hit, didn't you? I mean, even if you think about it, yeah, it was 20 years ago. But actually, in terms of when you were active, you just had... And, and again, I think I was interested when you mentioned about the work ethic. You know, you girls really worked, didn't you? In terms of yeah. the, promo- the promotional schedule of any successful pop band. It's really... People don't see that side of it. They don't see how grueling it is. I mean, do you, do you look back and go, my God, how did we do that? Yeah, I definitely think it was a great age to do it. I was 17, just turned 17 when it started. So you just have the unlimited energy you really don't need to sleep much and thankfully that was the case because you kind of had sometimes there was maybe a two-hour turnover between nighttime one day and then starting your job 
the next day. So you'll basically come I don't on, know you do it. Get yeah. showered, changed, yeah. tried, I mean, they lie down. You yeah. certainly can't do it with a family and all of those sorts of things, can you? So Yes, yeah. it would just be it would be crazy. And I don't mm. think it's healthy either. I no. think there's no way that you can kind of sustain that pace without burning yourself out and just but it, losing all sight of real but, life. But again, not that I'm adding any more pressure, but I, everyone <laughs> has now said everyone I think if you look at even like McFly and because there's often uh, there's a lot of the, the big sort of nineties and noughties bands are getting back together. And they've all universally said, without a shadow of a doubt, they've enjoyed it so much more this time around because A, they had more control over things like, no, we're not going to do that. And we're not going to work totally crazy hours. And, you know, they were, had, I guess, more confidence in exerting their opinions about stuff. And also they just found they enjoyed it more because, you know, when you're young, you don't realise what a crazy experience it is. And I think hindsight and distance gives you a lot more sort of, you know, perspective. So, you know, I think that 20 year reunion, you'd really enjoy (laughs) it. I'd really enjoy it. Okay, (laughs) I'll bear that in mind. Thank you. But you, I've seen you before recently and you know, you do, you sing the song and you you could tell you still love singing those songs, right? Those songs are great. They are great songs. They're such great songs. Anytime they're on anywhere. Like I am a fan of the songs. I was a fan of them at the time. Love doing and still love them now. So it does make your job really easy. The minute they come on, just yeah. people are having a good time. And that I just done a show at the weekend there in Glasgow, and it was great. Everyone was just having a great time. You're like, oh, this just makes it so easy. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. And you've got your own single out yeah, at the moment. New music. I do. Yes. Yeah. All that I know. There's always. I mean, music now is so easy. And, you know, thinking back so easy. 20 years ago. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, there was, you had to do everything now is online. So you can just, you know, everything's your streaming services. You know, you're not having to go and get CDs like printed and made and booklets for unsigned. Is it more immediate in many ways? much way. more yeah. immediate. Everything's just kind of right there. You just hit upload and it's gone. You know, even with your stories or Instagram stories or all of those things didn't exist then. So you're kind of a lot, a lot more in touch yeah. Rather than everything being kind of more distance and then you put it out. Yeah. Well, good. Well, good, good luck with that. And keep us posted on that, uh, you know, that tour. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the first to know. You come okay. back and tell us all about it then, right? <laughs> yes, couple, beautiful, Bolton. I would love to come James back is, James is not letting you out of this room until you <laughs> signed in blood. We need that exclusive. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, honestly, yeah. good luck. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, Nidia. Anyway, let's, should we get on to the really important matters? Yes, of course. Setting the world to right on some yes, very silly uh, nonsense. Should we do it, get, Joe? Let's get going. Let's do it. <laughs> First up then today, Ms. Coyle, Ms. Elvin. Um, in light of what's going on in the world at the moment, you know, it's all uncertain times we're living in. I've realised, is it just me who's not one of life's panickers? Now, I say this because obviously we're not trying to undermine what's going on in the world with the coronavirus and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, when you see people stockpiling things in the supermarkets and literally, you know, overnight there's a bit of hysteria. I'm a bit like I'm just not. I just don't have that chip in my head. I think maybe I I, I might <laughs> be living in slight denial, but uh, I'm just not. I'm I'm a bit more glass half full when it comes to these things. Mm. Now I've got a funny feeling you're going to disagree with me on this one. Well, jo. I want to hear what Nadine says first, <laughs> and then I'll make up my mind what I think. Yeah. Where where are you on the panel panel panicometer, Nadine? Right now in this particular, because there's always something to yeah. worry about. It's like really, really, there's always something to worry about. And I go through phases of being really panicked about small certain things, and that was a lot of the reason why I went to do the jungle too. I was like, I am just too freaked out about too many things. I'm, this is something's got to give. Uh, and this particular coronavirus incident, I'm kind of I'm not freaking out. And I'm thinking, at what point should I freak out? It's more of an active thing. And I'm not not freaking out. Mm. So I'm kind of somewhere that I'm not stockpiling. Mm. 
and I'm not, but I also don't bring hand sanitizer and wipes and wear gloves in the airport. I think that's, you yeah. Know, to be honest, I think that might be a, a, the way forward, corona or no corona. It's like, it's really teaching me a lot about germs. I could, I could tip over into a proper mental health disorder <laughs> with all the news at the moment. I, my gold medal event is worrying. Yeah. It's very hard work being in this head. <laughs> very hard work. Oh. It really is. I, like, and I have to work very hard not to catastrophize about something like the coronavirus. I'm not beating up anybody in a supermarket for toilet paper. I mean, no. and I won't not. do that. No. But I do have a lot of toilet paper. But I, that, <laughs> that, that, that's just a happy accident. Well, but, um, yeah. You'll love yeah. this story. Anyone, anyone who's a regular listener of the show knows I'm a total weirdo about, about Lou Roll, Nadine. I'm one of those. I'm so. I have been thinking about how you're going to handle what, this. Well, you're going to love this. Yeah. Basically, basically, I'm so weird, Nadine. I get really embarrassed about buying toilet roll in public. So much so that I can't ever buy toilet roll in any bigger. Ideally, packs of two, no bigger than a pack of four. So when I see people like walking around with a big pack of 12, I'm so mortified. I get clammy hands, I get embarrassed. I can't talk. If I bumped into you in the supermarket and you were holding a big pack of 12, I'd have to make my excuses and leave you alone very quickly. I'd get embarrassed for you. So I know I'm a total... (laughs) I've mentioned this on the podcast. I get people... Everybody's got wiping to do, James. Everybody. People tag me in pictures of themselves carrying loo roll now. They they send... I know. Anyway, I know I'm a weirdo. However, a few months ago, I was notified of this brilliant new company called Who Gives a Crap? Who Gives a Crap Toilet Roll? They deliver you toilet roll in bulk in very pretty packaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all... That's what I've got. Free of dyes. It's all recycled paper. And only that, they also build toilets in underdeveloped areas. So it's actually a really good thing to do. But the best thing is they deliver you the box under the shroud of night time and, and, oh, <laughs> and no one gets I to see it. Hilarious. <laughs> so what the about answer- the person that drops it off? Are they blindfolded? Yeah. Are they, you know, <laughs> no. like, just, just to save just their blushes. Just, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there I'm wearing a ski mask. Yeah, I'm yeah. going, no, 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 don't look at me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're not for me, honest. Um, but yeah, but, so to answer your question. It's very, have- it's very stressful trying to find storage solutions for your box of who gives a crap. I'm telling you, it's like, it's. I've got it in places that you would not expect <laughs> to find toilet paper. But yeah. no, so it is now causing great amusement to my friends that in this current coronavirus toilet paper emergency, I've got 48 rolls of it stuffed in my loft. So I'm, I'm. Well, that's the one thing I'm sorted for. My freezer has got nothing in it, but my, my loft, I'm good for toilet paper. Anyway, with that, <laughs> with the, you know, making like too so much of this. we know where to go. You know where to come you know where if to you're go. ever if caught short. There's going to be people rioting outside my house. I just don't <laughs> think he's going to share it. In the <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? I don't use it, Joe. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of yeah. Course. <laughs> yeah. 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 What on earth are you talking about? Clean up. Yeah. Yeah. It's for spillages and exactly. things. You know, in some countries they use their hand. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, yeah. I think yeah. you'll be all right. Let's hope you don't um, get yeah. But I mean, going back, without, I can't decide if this is sweet or maudlin, but I'm, my thing is, my granddad would always say when it came to anything like panic, because let's be honest, you know, we've had things like, you know, swine flu and Ebola and all these things. And my granddad would always say to me, well, you know what, James, if your name's on the bullet, your name's on the bullet. Mm-hmm. And that basically means if your time's up and your time's up, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And I think I've applied that to pretty much every scenario now when it comes to these things, like whether it's going on a plane journey, and I'm not a great flyer, mm-hmm. but I just think, well, do you know what? If, you, if your time's up, your time's up. Or, you know, it, it, I deal with that in the same way, you know, when you get a terrible like terrorist attack somewhere, you can't let that get inside your head and control where you live your life, I think. Um, and so oh, that's it's, all, what, it's all in my side. <laughs> <laughs> always, oh, I always. do feel free, you know, I yeah. really do. Because I know I've been through times like that when you just know and it's like, oh, there's, there's just no good, no. 
nothing good can come of this. Situation. And you know you're being irrational. Mm. Yeah, and you can't help it. But um, I I will never. Co- I I always make sure I've got shoes on that I can run in. Right. Oh. I mean, that's just like, I, I, and yeah. I know that some people just don't think about that at all. No. But Clearly, I have. <laughs> no, you did not get that memo. Are you taxiing really everywhere bad. today? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you yeah. can kick them off. That. See, I could wear those heels because I know I could kick them off if I needed to. <laughs> right, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Really? Also, awesome. they could be a weapon <laughs> if, if things yeah. got really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't cross you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. No. It's probably oh. a good idea. So, I mean, are, you, are you a warrior? You don't seem like you are. But I think it might be your accent that's just making me think that you're <laughs> super laid back. No, I am laid back. I really, really am laid back. But I go through periods, or I've been through periods in my life of being really, really irrationally worried about stuff, like plane journeys or car journeys. Like a friend of mine said, like, you really need to, like, practice, or you really need to be aware when I'm in the car, because at any moment I can be like, stop! Ah! Ah! You seen that? Stop! What's that? And it's the do you do that? that? I've seen her. I think that the, the cars are getting too close yeah, to yeah, just yeah. coming under the lane. and So um, ironically causing the accident when you so scare the crap out of the driver. This, yeah. so they kind of have to yeah. be really focused. But, on but how have you, what have you done then to sort of change your mindset or to improve that? <laughs> Get thrown out of the plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thrown out of the plane really helped. Sleeping outside for like 22 days. Basically going on, I'm a celeb. Get me yeah, out of here. Really yeah. just pushing myself to that. Like now you have something to actually worry about. Like what's yeah. the difference between creating things and then having things to worry about and then focus on not worrying about mm. stuff that's actually in front of you. It is a hard it's debilitating. One. Yeah. It, well, is. it can say, be. If you were a proper germaphobe, I mean, like, you, you, like, what you were saying, you know, I've now become crazy. I'm a hand, a hand sanitizer crazy. I'm washing my hands. But if you were somebody who was more predisposed to be aware of those things before a crisis like this, I mean, I can't imagine how you're coping on a day-to-day basis if you if you were more to be inclined that way. Oh, definitely. It must be, it must be horrendous. It really, really Yeah, must. and I think maybe those are the people that are then running, rushing around panicking and stockpiling. But... But it's it's I a mean, tricky there's one. So much, there's so much press on it. My mother is completely obsessed. Mm. I must hear that coronavirus like at least, you know, 50, 60 times in the house. There's always a new article that she's it's saying. It's a new Brexit, isn't it, basically? My daughter now <laughs> calls it the creepy coronavirus. <laughs> oh. How old is she? She's oh, just turned six. Oh, my God. Isn't it? It's so fascinating how everything filters it you think that they're not listening to things and they are yeah yeah, yeah. It's but it, it is it, this is a thing I find as well a bit with the, with the sort of media coverage of it is again it's, it's a hard tipping point isn't it whereby you need to be informed but then at what point does it become a bit well you know you can for, I, yesterday for example I fell down a sort of clickbait where I, I just went through all the sort of countries and looking at all the stats of every, and it was like actually it got to a point where going I'm just making myself more worried you know it's, yeah. not, it's not about being informed it's actually feeding into a certain anxiety now and so it, it's a tricky one for all of us to handle but um, but if you are listening to us and you've got an opinion you want to share with us we would love to hear from you guys uh, do drop us an email uh, the address as ever is is it just me podcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear your thoughts and any suggestions for future topics Nadine Coyle, James Williams, is it just me who's never, ever going to do your Facebook challenge that you want me to do, whether it's, I don't know, I'm trying to think of one right now where, you know, just those things where you have to cut and paste or say your 10 worst and favourite films or just have the guts to share this or that meme. My dad's a big one for those on Facebook. I just, I don't know, the whole thing just leaves me cold. Am I the worst person alive? No, <laughs> uh, no, because I am. Don't worry, I am. Uh, no, I'm with you on this. I mean, I kind of, I, I fear uh, there's one going around at the moment where people are just 
every day for seven days they've got to share an album and give a review of it and I'm like oh, don't it's me. too much hard work it just feels like um, Selena Dean's rolling her yeah. eyes <laughs> that was a serious yeah. roll. I it, can't stand that sort of stuff it just feels like homework you, yeah. you don't go on social media to, to get that weird homework anxiety you remember that <laughs> terrible feeling you yes. had at school when yeah. oh it's Sunday night and yeah. Antiques Roadshow's on and I haven't done my homework that yeah. awful feeling where that is <laughs> but just also, and you'll relate to this Nadine I just think especially when it comes to album challenges what's your best album what's the first album it just feels like a f- dressed up as fun way to judge people and you just feel so like this is going to be when I say something by ABBA everyone's going to be so everyone's just going to yeah. point and laugh at me mm-hmm. yeah what about you see I don't I, I mean there is a Facebook a work one somewhere but I don't use Facebook I don't like I think it's too I'm afraid of the whole scrolling thing because there's the last time I was on which was probably about a year ago and then something really bad has happened to somebody and then something else really bad you scroll down and then something else bad like it was just like misery after misery after misery there was nothing there was nothing positive about it at Mm. all and then what do you do do you write on it and then you write on the next one and then you just end up feeling really really bad blimey who are your Facebook friends (laughs) I would I would rather not know that yeah Yeah. you know or then there you know there's ads pop up that are scary or you know that are upsetting and I'm big for that. Like even on TV, like and my daughter's the same way. You have to kind of watch what you watch because if I watch something, it could send me down a spiral of feeling negative or feeling afraid. Yeah. And before I know it, I'm like near a panic attack, and I'm thinking that was because I watched that on TV. Yeah. That's why I don't watch EastEnders or Coronation Street <laughs> or any of that stuff. I like just comedy. Don't like the news. <laughs> Just stay the away. The news is pretty. Yeah. You know, yeah. give me an episode of Frasier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. Sit and laugh and giggle, and then the rest of it, I just don't want to know. No, no, I know what you mean because I think it. Cause all it takes is for one person in, to like something that, and then that's the algorithms. It pops up into your feed, and it's like. And you're right, it sometimes could be something really quite disturbing, whether it's animal cruelty yeah. or... And you're like, oh, that's a nice way to start my day. You know, mm-hmm. for as much as you obviously feel empathy, it's... Yeah, it's just, And I think that was when Facebook lost its way for me a little bit. Gosh, I just wanted this to be a light... <laughs> I, I didn't mean no, to go down I this know, road. it's hole. bad. I'm yeah. not under that at no, all. No, no, but I, I like... Yes. You said you... Oh, your, was it your niece put you on Facebook? My niece <laughs> said, and it was a long time ago. It was because they had this game about a farm... <laughs> and I was like, I had nothing to do. I was like bored at night. And my sister was like, you should try this out. And the mini was like, I'll set you up one so she knows all the passwords. She knows anything about Facebook. I'm like, Kitty, what so was she my could, password So she for? could be on there pretending to be you, <laughs> yeah, saying all sorts of can. shit. Just yeah. work away, Kitty. I'll yeah. never know. Yeah. I'll never, ever yeah. know. Um, and uh, but are you on, you're on Instagram? On Instagram, and yes. that's you on Instagram. Uh, some yes, a yeah. lot of the time. <laughs> some of the time, <laughs> most of the time, most of the time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Instagram is like is just, we always say this a slightly happier place. But no, I am, um, I'm with you. I'm yeah. I I I kind of yeah. I just don't have that way inclination in me, and I feel bad because I always think of the people that have gone to the real effort to do it, and I'm like, oh bless you, but please if you tag me, I'm never going to speak to you ever my, again. My heart like, really sinks. Don't nominate me. I mean, I had one of those recently, and this is when you really feel guilty when it's something about International Women's Day, and people want you to you know tag your ten favorite women, and it's a nice sentiment, but. Again, I haven't got time. I just, <laughs> I just, like, I just haven't got text. time. And then I feel like I'm, I'm the worst, most evil feminist alive because I have not participated in this thing that everybody else is going apes for. Yeah. So no, yeah. that's because you're championing women the year round, Joe. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's <laughs> say that. Yeah. With that. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea, isn't that it? That's a yeah. really good idea. But yeah. Again, can you not just like, why do you, why does it have to be so public? Why is it always like a public decoration? That's what I feel like. Also, but I, oh, I'll get the word eventually. I mean, but yeah, that's interesting though. But don't you feel like now, and actually there was a, a football manager actually said a great thing in, a, in an interview yesterday where he was asked about the coronavirus. And he just went into it and he went, to be honest with you, sir, I think it's more worrying that you're asking me, a football manager who knows nothing about medicine, nothing about the, 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 what you're talking about. What difference does my opinion make? You should be asking the expert these questions. So you're asking a celebrity, you're asking me, it's redundant. But I do feel like now... As, a, as somebody in the public, oh, you're, you're asked about everything, whether it's Brexit or coronavirus or anything. And, and it's like, wh- why? Why does our, our opinions matter? And they shouldn't really, should they? But it, it does feel, do you always feel, oh, it's a bit of mindful sometimes whenever there's a big hot topic bring or whenever there was a, a Brexit thing going on or now it's coronavirus, even though we've got you talking about coronavirus. So, so, but do you feel like sometimes, oh God, it's made into yeah, a bit I of a buzz, buzzkill? Yeah. No, but I do always say, Def, some of them, they're just non-starters of people when they talk about yeah. Brexit. I'm like, I don't talk about Brexit. <laughs> Yeah. I, I There's no point to really. get sucked under that yeah. vortex of just it's never it's, um, somebody's always going to be offended yeah exactly I sing songs <laughs> you know I do that kind of thing <laughs> so if you want to talk about that then yeah. I can do that but I think you're right because once you've opened that door you can never close it again, can you? And I, and I, and I do admire, we, we, again, we've talked about this before, I admire the people that can put their neck out, and, and I'm not talking necessarily about famous people, I'm talking about even people um, like my friends who literally will all and every day go out and say something really political. Oh, having opinions is terrifying uh, these days. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, you, you're you're yeah. opening yourself up to basically, yeah. aren't you? Well, I mean, especially if it's strangers, and I think because the world, everything is such in a public platform, right? if it is Facebook or Instagram, so you're not just speaking to your people, your friends, that no. you would before your work colleagues that in that moment you know we could all disagree on something and that be fine but if we were having this on like we're doing it on a podcast or on facebook or on something then it becomes in a bunch of strangers can get involved with like people get so angry yeah and yeah. then get and then you're you're like it's just not worth it no. just like start a group text if you want to really <laughs> talk about something a whatsapp group exactly you know keep it your own business to your own self yeah i've got a whatsapp on the go at the moment and all anyone talks about it on it is the virus Oh. No way! It's like, I know it's just you not me. I, I don't yeah. think that's good for yeah. you. No, and you I, I think you should. might be right, Nadine. Yeah. And you can't yeah. leave that group, can you? Because that will go down well. No, they'll think I've died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll be like, oh, first one's gone. Oh, no. oh. yeah. Well, anyway, anyway. Don't, I'm not sure we reach any conclusions on about that yeah. one. No but, but anyway, yeah. The, the, I think no the, the takeaway here is Nadine's not basically on Facebook. I'm not on and Facebook. And Joe and I will never have a bar in any of your challenges. Massive buzzkills. Yeah, we're horrible and the worst people alive yeah. there you go that's the, yeah. that's the conclusion <laughs> hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Lastly, then this week, I feel I feel like this is going to bring the three of us truly together on this one. I think, <laughs> is it just me? Although I know it's not. Uh, that has how would I put it? A, a bit of a, a bit of a hodgepodge, jumbled up accent, or I get grief from my accent because do you? you well, I do. Okay, well, this is what's funny. So, I I think I have that weird accent. People always say, "Oh, where are you from?" Um, because I'm from Wales originally, but I've lived okay. here now. I've lived in London now longer than I lived in Wales, pretty much or half and half. Okay. So anyway. When I came to to London, I didn't think I had a Welsh accent. <laughs> and I came to university and then everyone was like, literally, anything I said, they would just repeat back at me. Like It was like having an echo everywhere I went because people just thought, you know, I was this little boy from South Wales and they just thought my accent was hilarious. But so, no, nobody can do your accent, can they, Nadine? Oh. Um, I can't. Oh. I'm not going to try it. Does. Yes, I yeah. know. And I can yeah. be spite. Yes, it's quite a specific accent. It's but, so awesome. Yeah, it is. It's great. But, I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say, but you might get this. But I got sick of that echo. So everywhere I went, people didn't listen to what I was saying. They were listening to how I was saying it. So I decided to basically try and anglicize my accent. So my accent now is a lot more English sounding than it should be naturally. Right. But obviously the problem I then have is when I'm around my mum or my sister or anyone from back home or any of my school friends, they're like literally mouth aghast going... Yeah. What what what's this? What, why are you talking like that? And the worst bit is if they're in London and I'm literally corpsed in a rock and a hard place and I my accent's literally going up and down like a scale. Like no I'm literally way. So yeah. I feel like my accent is a bit of a mess to be honest. So where do we girls feel this? Well, it had where you're from because I just hear nothing but Irish, 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 mm. and I love your accent. I, when you were on the TV on, on I'm a Celeb, my daughter and I was just, we just like it when Nadine talks. <laughs> <laughs> just like, we just like listening to that. But to people who haven't left Ireland, do you sound different? Yeah. No, I still sound like. Yeah. How have you done that? I have. I think it's because it's such a strong accent, and mm. I think because. But mine used to be. And now it's completely weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you're either one of those people or you're not. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know people, and we always joke about this, and it's like, oh, you know, you're driving through Liverpool, you stick your head out the window, and suddenly you're, you've got a Scouse accent. Yeah. You know, that's uh, that's me. For and, a day. And I think sometimes people think I'm, oh, you're right, you just kicked yourself. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, my heels keep going down. There's like a little hole. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Like, you just like, look very distressed <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, I keep feeling it as well. Yeah, that's all right. But, but people think I'm taking the piss sometimes because I just lax into, particularly if I'm say in America or something like that, I come back with an American accent. And I, but now I don't. I, it's not from London. It's not from Sydney. It's not from anywhere. My accent. It's a hodgepodge. Yeah. Well, no, I think I I do get that because uh, you know I I love accents too. Because um, you know, I always find it's a really weird thing when people say, "Oh, I hate that accent." Because I genuinely love all accents. I think they're all great. I mean, uh, genuinely, I do. Um, but 
I I also get that thing whereby you know, and it maybe goes back to when I was at uni and everyone would just repeat my accent. That and sounds it, like a terrible <laughs> university. Yeah, that's well, good university. It, it, it was very very posh. It was like it was very very well, predominantly awful. very Those like people need to like <laughs> turn on the TV. Maybe maybe take a car ride somewhere. Yeah. There's places called Wales. I know. And this I, is. Oh no, I scared things like what? There's a there's a Welsh language. Like genuinely, like oh, it's where, in a poor school. Yeah, they like, need to like, take a long hard look at themselves. That's actually really ignorant. They were like it's so. They were like, yeah. oh, it's Wales, its own country. And I was like, yes. Oh, my anyway, God. Um, but I mean, this was like a long time ago. Which university is that? It must be really easy to get into. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I, I dropped out after a year. <laughs> not because of the... I'm well. not surprised. We yeah. fools like that no. one on our own. But, um, but no, before I say that, I do think it's not actually coming from a bad place, what I was going to say. Because actually, I think what it was, and I, and I say this as somebody who appreciates other accents too, because I've got friends with the Scouse or from up north, uh, uh, Scottish. I catch myself going, oh, you know, oh, no. You just mimic them, but it's not mimic them, mimicking in a nasty way. It's kind of like, oh, God, I just love your accent. But it also then borderlines on patronizing. Do you know what I mean? So, again, it's a hard one to find the balance between. So, I, I kind of get where people are coming from, uh, but it doesn't make it any less annoying. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, everybody has an accent. Yeah. Every single person has an accent if you're not from. So, anybody outside of Derry, Demi, has an accent. Yeah, and but I've obviously hear accents on TV. The American we grew up with, the American films, or we've got to talk about Derry Girls because Derry Girls has obviously put Derry quite literally on the map. Are you, are you a fan of the show? Of course, I love oh, it. It's and brilliant. Do you know that show, the writer of the show, Lisa McGee, she based the whole show. She went to my um, Catholic grammar school. Wow! So we went to the same school. So it's based. Oh, so on did you have a, a nun like that yes. teacher? Oh, that's yes. amazing. The principal, our principal yeah. was a nun, Sister Christopher. I mean, uh, so that's all based on. It's the same. You Uniform, the green uniforms. It's a Catholic convent school, an all girls school. I mean, surely as one of Derry's most famous exports, there's 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 got to be a Nadine Coyle cameo in some future <laughs> Derry girls. Come on. Yes, I know. No, I spoke to her. No, Lisa and I definitely we've spoken. We're going to try to, but it'd be great. Oh my god, that'd be awesome to get some really great role on a something like a really really good. A really, really good part because yeah. it's so funny. And w- were you at that school at the time that this is set, or you're a bit young, no, you're, younger you're young. than that? I'm a little younger. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. She yeah. was there at the same time as my older sister. Yeah, yeah. it's sort of mid mid nineties, isn't it? Mid late nineties, that right? I think it is. Um, I feel like it's, it's always like the because I, I love the way they they don't ignore the political backdrop at the time. Yes. But it's 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 peppered through really beautifully and with humour. Yeah. But but also you have those moments where you think, oh yeah, shit, this is going yeah. on. Do you know what I mean? And you don't yeah. realise it at the time. Yeah. It's funny watching it back because it was. I grew up like that. You could be on the bus on the way to school, and the army could come on and check, you know, underneath for bombs. Yeah, it just blows my mind. Like going, but you didn't. You didn't because we didn't know anything else. Yeah, mm. I know there would be tanks up and down on the streets, and we didn't know anything else you just assume that that's how everybody loves and yeah. that's how it is for everybody and it's not until you get out then you're like oh god this doesn't happen everywhere <laughs> yeah. this is yeah just happening here yeah but it doesn't make it a place that's unsafe or or anything you know even that so watching the dairy character it didn't affect you and you could get on with your daily day life you know there were certain adjustments that you had to make um, but you didn't think about it. It wasn't something that kind of that kind of hung over you in a negative way. No. God, people are tough, aren't they? They are. Well, yeah. you know, it's just, it gives me, you know, it sort of cheers me in a weird way. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. it's uh, you, you, uh, you 
you just didn't know any different, did you? Really? And you just get on you with just it. Got on you with things. just get yeah. on with it. You don't, yeah. But it don't. is crazy, I think. I think people forget. They think, oh, that, that's, that, that kind of thing would have happened like 50, 60 years ago. No, it's like, no, it's happened know. literally within your that's lifetime. Happened, it's happened, still happening. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You could go there. It's a beautiful place, beautiful yeah, it town. It is beautiful. But you can still go there and they still have the tanks out and they still have, you know, it's a different, definitely, is, it looks visually yeah. different. But that's why I think Derry Girls is so be- um, clever because the way they manage to get that balance right between obviously pre- predominantly very, very funny, yes. but then also just those little moments of actual really quite moving. Yeah. You know, it's just so well done. So, well, we look forward to that cameo, Miss oh, Coyle. That yeah. better happen now. <laughs> You've got the accent down. Yeah. I've got the accent yeah. down. That I've got. Yeah. yeah, really authentic. Can you imagine? Do you know one of the Can you imagine actresses? if you do hear the you get some critique from the Daily Mail? Go, oh, sorry, their accent was a bit off. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the girls, um, one of the actresses on there, um, studied my accent to play the role. Wow. That's so fascinating. I seen she was doing like the promo for it. Yeah. And they said she's like she's from Southern Ireland and they said, How did you get the accent? She's like, I just watched YouTube videos of Nadine Coyle talking <laughs> the whole time just to try to get And did, did that was that was like a feather in your cap. Did you feel really proud? Oh, I happened to be in Derry at the time and heard it on the radio <laughs> when she was saying it. I How was like, Oh, ow. But did you ever have Nadine when you first found famous part of Girls Alive? Did you ever have people doing? Oh my god! How did they react to your accent then? Um, Were you ever like, oh, your accent's so cute, or your accent? Or was it- well, I think because of the band, I was the only Irish one in the band, but everybody had different accents. Yeah. So you've got somebody from Newcastle, very, very strong Newcastle True. accent, you know. And then uh, Kimberly Nicola. was from like. You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah you're right. <laughs> and her accent is very much yes, like that. Like right, very, actually. very strong. Nicola, very strong. South or a Liverpool. Yeah. But then people were like, oh, she's a, she's a woolly back. <laughs> and then this whole thing of like, what's this woolly back thing? What's he new? So you're learning all these new. And then Sarah's <laughs> one of those people that depending on where she is like she is hilarious like you'd be in London and she'd be like ah oh, London it's great to be home <laughs> and then she'd go to Manchester and she'd be like Manchester and then the accent would change and then the best one was we were in Dublin doing a show and she was like it's so great to be home <laughs> and I stopped in my tracks and I was like home what are you she was like yeah yeah my mom's from my mom has family from Dublin <laughs> she's got a claim in, a claim in every town she's a Citizen of the world. Yeah, yeah she yeah. really just yeah. on all. She's of one of you, Joe. She's a, a magpie of accents. Oh my god! <laughs> it's oh. just like I don't like hearing my accent. I just oh. don't like it. Which works well yeah. for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's lovely. It's very soft. Yeah. I can definitely hear Australian. The Australian. But then, honestly, sometimes I get into a black taxi and the and the guy will ask. It'd be really shocked that I'm from. Australia. Yeah, it's funny though, isn't yeah. it? I think, again, some people can hear it or they can't. Yeah. It's a bit like, you know. That but I haven't had a glass of wine today. That's true. And when I've had a glass of wine, then it goes <laughs> really <laughs> strong. Really strong. Yeah. What the, I always say. The Bogan. Yeah, oh, the Bogan. Yeah. Well, I, well I'm, a, I'm a Westie where I'm from, which is the Sydney version of a Bogan. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah, Melbourne is Bogan. Melbourne yeah. was good. Yeah. I always say the ultimate test for your true accent is, yeah, several wines and your family. And then once you put those things into the equation, that's your true accent, isn't it? Yeah, and I st- am so close with my family. I see them all all the time. And even when we moved to LA, when we opened the restaurant, my whole family moved there. With Mom, you. dad, two sisters, two nieces and nephews. So everyone was there. So we always had this thing of looking at people like, that sounded American. 
that that was an American word. (laughs) The abuse that we would give each other if somebody dared say anything. And because we owned the restaurant, they had to adapt to, you know, if you say, I'll put the bun out, people are like, what are you talking about? The bun what? The the, the trash. There were certain things they had to To adjust. We're like, you are so American. <laughs> to yourself. But then I must ask, what's it like though for both of you? Actually, because you both got daughters. And obviously, you know, Evie's now totally English sounding, right? Well, that, she went through it. She had a really cut glass BBC accent when she was a <laughs> child. And I loved that. And now she's all South London, in it, in it. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, where's, where's your daughter on the accent? How does she sound? Do you know, she, completely, she has her own accent. <laughs> to me, she almost sounds, you know, one of those... Um, those kind of like Swiss accents. Yes. That it's not quite American. It's not quite European. London. It's kind oh, of that like a, very glamorous. a European yes. accent. Oh. So it's kind of, it's very. Oh, should be a high achiever, Nadine, I think. I always think they are. They're, they're this mega sort of intelligent kid that speaks six, he didn't, six he didn't, languages. He didn't say that about my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Sorry. Noted. <laughs> Oh, she's going to mess you up oh, next no. time she sees you. <laughs> I don't, she's yeah. going to start trolling me now. Yep. No, yeah. just troll your mother. Don't troll me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't oh. worry, she doesn't listen to this. No, you don't, yeah, wait. She says she hears enough of my voice at home. Oh, Very true. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well, on that lovely note, after, yeah. uh, with, that, with that foot in my mouth, <laughs> we'll draw things to a nice conclusion. Uh, Nadine, oh, so lovely to see so you. So lovely to see you. Uh, so beautiful building and oh. carpet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. After well, our coronavirus deep clean. I know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you're welcome back anytime, Nadine. Lovely to yeah. see you. Good luck with everything. Thank you. And like I said, keep us posted on that uh, reunion tour. Uh, thanks so much, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you again next week. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.